Do you have a few minutes? This is Dr. Karen Bonney. Today, we're going to talk about time management. You know, we all get the same 24 hours, so why do some people seem to achieve more with their time than others? The answer is good time management. Time management is defined as the process of organizing and planning how to divide your time between different activities. If you get it right, you'll end up working smarter, not harder, to get more done in less time. When people think about time management, I think it's safe to say that most mistakenly connect it with that you're being good at multitasking, which isn't exactly true. Some even say that women are better at multitasking than men. I think we've all heard that before, but let's dig a little deeper into that. There have been previous studies out there that examine the gender differences when it comes to multitasking, and they either use a concurrent multitasking research protocol, which concurrent means that your tasks are existing and happening at the exact same time. Or they looked at sequential multitasking, which is basically that your tasks are following in a logical order or sequence. But regardless of the type of multitasking, both studies kind of got mixed reviews, mixed results. Women versus men, yeah, sometimes it's men, sometimes it's women that are better. A study in 2021 by Kelvin et al. examined a possibility that men were actually better at concurrent multitasking, while women are better at task switching. And we'll definitely talk about what task switching is a little bit later. The findings basically suggest that men have an advantage in concurrent multitasking. And they say that these results might be because of the individual differences in cognitive abilities between males and females. But there's also studies out there that show women typically rule the domain of multitasking. So let's just be real. Women aren't better than men. Men aren't better than women. No one is actually really good at multitasking. And I'll tell you why. Multitasking is defined as the act of performing several independent tasks within a short time. It requires rapidly and frequently switching attention from one task to another, increasing the cognitive demand compared to completing a single task in a sequence. There's an existing body of research showing that human brains cannot manage multiple activities at once, particularly when two tasks are similar. They basically compete to use the same part of the brain, which makes multitasking very difficult, if not impossible to do. But human brains are good at switching between activities quickly, which makes people feel like they're actually good at multitasking. The brain, however, is only working on one project at a time. So let's define multitasking versus switch tasking. Multitasking is doing multiple tasks at once, but they're related to the same outcome. So the easy example would be think about what happens when you're driving a car. It involves checking the rear view mirror, watching the odometer, checking your blind spots, watching the road in front of you, etc. In driving a car, you are multitasking because all of the tasks you are performing are to satisfy one goal, to safely reach your destination. But switch tasking is doing multiple different tasks that aren't directly related to the same outcome. 
So an easy example would be think about what you're doing in your work day. Your day is going to involve reading an article, checking your emails, going to eat lunch, checking your Facebook, entering into a meeting. So when most people refer to the term multitasking, they're often really describing switch tasking. And as you can imagine, switch tasking isn't really a desired skill by employers. Employers want to know if you're good at multitasking. But as I mentioned previously, no one is really good at multitasking because our brains aren't really good at managing multiple activities at once. So instead of being good at multitasking, maybe we can all work on being better at time management so that when you're working on a single task, you are crushing it. When you know how to manage your time effectively, you can unlock many benefits. You can have greater productivity and efficiency. Maybe you can have a little less stress. Maybe you could have a better professional reputation and more opportunities to achieve your career goals because of your time management skills. Good time management takes a shift in focus from activities to results. Being busy isn't the same as being effective. We all know that. In fact, for many people, the busier they are, the less they actually achieve. So let's think about it. What are some tips to better time management? Some generic tips. You can set reminders for all of your tasks. You can create a daily planner. You can give each task a time limit and stick to that time limit. You can try your best to block out distractions. And more importantly, you can just create and establish a good systematic routine. I know I am super guilty of jumping back and forth between non-related tasks throughout my day. So I wanted to dig a little deeper into what resources and tools exist in the world that maybe can help someone manage their time more effectively. I will make sure to put all of these resources in the episode notes for you to use later. So let's start with the most common one, Google Calendar. We probably all know exactly what it is. It's one of the best free time management tools available. I use it, but honestly, I probably don't use it to its fullest capacity. Um, But we know what it does. It allows you to easily create and manage events and appointments. You can set reminders and you can sync these across all of your devices. So it just helps you to easily plan your day and maybe organize your day in a better, more efficient way. Something I have learned throughout my career is when it comes to using a calendar to set your, you know, tasks into your blocked schedule, it's super important to block time for yourself to accomplish certain things. So it's kind of intuitive that, you know, oh, you have a meeting here, you have a conference call here, you have this or that that are pre-scheduled by your employment, employer, um, things that are a little more clearly defined, but it's okay to also set aside time in your schedule for things that you need to accomplish. So maybe you're going to block time for you to accomplish X, Y, or Z, but you're going to put that in your calendar because that's the only way we can devote specific time and, and make sure we set our own boundaries for that. The rest of your day is probably going to be interrupted by other things. And so it's important to make sure you prioritize your own time blocks. So what are some other things out there on the market that people could use for time management? There's an app called Forest. 
It is a unique time management app. It actually sounds quite fun. It helps you stay focused and incorporates the Pomodoro technique, breaking work into chunks with short intervals. But wait, what the heck is the Pomodoro technique? I had to look this up because I have no idea. So Pomodoro is Italian for the word tomato. So what do you do with this technique? Basically, you get a to-do list and a timer. You set your timer for 25 minutes and you focus on a single task until the timer rings. When the session ends, you mark off one Pomodoro and record what you've completed. Then you enjoy a five minute break. After four Pomodoros, you take a longer, more restorative, like 15 to 30 minute break. So basically back to the forest app, it's a very simple concept. If you stay focused during your time, your virtual tree will grow. If you lose focus, the tree will die. As the app's name implies, you can grow multiple trees to create a virtual forest. How lovely does that sound? Get outside, get in nature. So if you're using the Pomodoro technique, you're going to need a to-do list. So of course, for me, pen and paper is totally fine if you want to just do a very simple old school to-do list. I am crazy about post-it notes. I love them. I do all of my to-do list on post-it notes because I just love checking them off and then crumbling them up and throwing them in the trash when I'm done. It makes me feel so accomplished. But there's also a very cool online version called Todoist. It's a great checklist app that will help you prioritize your task and manage your time. So it's a virtual to-do list. Another app out on the market is called ClickUp. It's a productivity tool used for users across the industries. So you don't have to be in a certain industry to use it. Um, It helps those to manage their time effectively, automate processes, and work together in one place. It has a native global time tracking to record time spent on any task or on any device. It also has a time estimates feature, which is going to help predict how long each of your tasks on your timeline will take. And it also allows you to connect with your Google Calendar to give you a much clearer picture of your day. We all know that a major chunk of managing our time wisely means not wasting time on unnecessary browsing. So there's an app out there called Rescue Time, and it's a productivity reporting tool that you can use to see how much time you're spending on certain apps and certain websites. The reporting feature makes rescue time a great tool if you're going to monitor how much time you're spending on unnecessary browsing and figure out where you can kind of cut down on those things. If you're the kind of person who doesn't really know what you did all day and you feel like you haven't really accomplished much at the end of your day, you might look into the app called Rise. So Rise not only tracks your time, but also gives you valuable insight to improving your productivity, helps you build better habits and maybe increase your focus. The highlight is that you don't need to constantly like input information into this app. It's automatically done for you. You can see how many hours you've worked, how much of that time is focused time, how much of that time you spend context switching, and which websites distract you the most. 
I think it's safe to say a lot of us deal with probably a million emails in our day in day out routines. And so being able to manage your emails and staying on top of that is super important in terms of productivity. According to a survey by Adobe, people spend at least 3.1 hours checking and reading emails at work. Spark is an app that's out there that has many features from removing distractions to only notifying you of important emails to snoozing emails. You can also send your emails in this app to your task manager to add them to a to-do list. Um, They have like reply quickly with templates as well as get reminders to follow up on emails and schedule time to reply to certain emails later. So finally, with Spark, you might be able to get to an inbox notification of zero. And lastly, I've mentioned this one before in another episode. Habitica is great for those that are looking to improve their life by better managing tasks. It's an online task management, productivity, and habit building app that uses a form of role-playing game and offers rewards and punishments to inspire you to complete your tasks on time. So there's clearly a lot of different apps and tools and opportunities out there to help improve time management. But all of this talk about time management kind of makes me think about how different people are in regards to punctuality. So some always arrive early, some are always on time, some are always super late, like humans just kind of respond in habitual ways in regards to their punctuality. So it makes me think, does punctuality have to do with time management? Probably, but is it also perhaps connected to a personality trait? I would assume it has a lot to do with our upbringing and like the exposure that we had with our parents or our loved ones, the habits that we saw them do in regards to being punctual. Maybe they're always late. Maybe they're always on time. But I want to know more about this whole punctuality thing and personality traits. So I did some investigating and basically everything that I found shows that firstly, there's not a lot of research out there on it. We all know that Being on time is necessary to develop and maintain satisfying relationships with others. You're going to piss people off when you don't show up on time, for sure. It helps to structure your life and it helps you to be successful on the job, of course. But the question arises, when who is prone to be late all the time and who tends to be punctual or even super early? Which personality traits trigger kind of this social behavior change? Personality measures have been used to predict a lot of social behaviors in the past. So we kind of would expect that the three factors of the big five are relevant to someone being punctual with their behavior. And the three of the big five are conscientiousness, agreeableness, and neuroticism. You would think that persons with a high degree of conscientiousness are maybe predisposed to manage their goals better, be more organized, be dependable, be more punctual. Maybe, but maybe not. The research is still very undecided as to whether there's a personality trait related to punctuality. As a quick aside, I definitely looked up the big five model because I don't know if everybody knows it. I definitely had forgotten about it. I learned it back in psychology when I did my undergrad degree, but the big five model is also known as the five factor model. 
It's a super widely accepted personality theory. The theory states that a personality can be boiled down into five core factors. And these are known as an acronym of canoe or ocean, depending on who you believe and what you learn. If we use the acronym canoe, the C is for conscientiousness. The A is for agreeableness. The N is for neuroticism. The O is for openness to experience. And the E is for extroversion. So basically the big five model asserts that each personality trait is on a spectrum. So individuals are going to be ranked or scored between the two extreme ends of all five of those broad dimensions. So what do we take from all of this? I think the key to working smarter lies in the art of time management. So forget about being good at multitasking because we've learned nobody's really good at it. Our brain doesn't know how to do it. It's only really good at focusing on one task at a time. So be better at your time management. So that way across the board, maybe you just appear as if you're super good at multitasking or switch tasking or any kind of tasking. Managing your time is a more effective way to be a better human. And although as a physical therapist, I can't really help you with time management per se, what I can help you with is managing a routine so that you're more effective and efficient at doing the right things to help your body and to help your physical functioning being. So as always, if you're looking for a physical therapist, you know where to find me, karenbonnie.com. 